welcome to episode number 23 of the Local Loadout. My name is Zach Fishoff, and I, as always, am joined by... Danny Schoenhauser. All right, thank you, Danny. And I realize my shirt is uh, going crazy on the green screen here, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, all right, Danny, first, today we are going to... Uh, we're, we will be sounding the alarm here on the Steelers in a moment. But, uh, Danny, first, your thoughts on the Steelers 21-18 to loss to the New England Patriots on Thursday evening. Zach, man, oh man, man. did Did I I not think think that a a really really bad bad day day would happen happen twice twice for the the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. But on a short week, the same thing that happened on Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals happened to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They lost to another 2-10 team. And I I think that the Steelers sometimes, because of how we won in this, because of how we won going back to this season and and how we've won, I think we're put on kind of a a pedestal. And, like, because of who we are historically – and the fact that we're still, you know, seven and six, even after the the, the two um, two losses to two win teams, like we definitely took those two games for granted. You know, it was like, well, uh, you know, um, we're definitely going to to come out nine and four. We're going to somehow find a way to win. Right, that's what the Steelers do. That's how we have seven wins. But Zach, I almost feel like we took both of those teams for granted. I mean, the Cardinals and the Patriots, respectively, played with so much effort. It was apparent, you know. And and credit to their coaching staffs because it is hard when you're two and ten in the back half of the season playing a team that's in the thick of the playoff race, to want it more than that team. But both the, the, the Patriots and the Cardinals wanted it more than the Steelers. You know, it, it was ugly, Zach. The whole – I mean, the game was ugly, man. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, Zach, I just – I cannot really comprehend how Billy Zappi – had three passing touchdowns in the first quarter. I mean, like, that's not normal. You know, our Steelers offense is the highest paid in the NFL. And we went Billy Zappi and a dysfunctional and a dysfunctional um, Patriots offense score more points in the first quarter than they had average in, in, most, of, in most of their other games. Like, you know, you can say that, you know, Mitch – had 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 he'd be had bad interceptions and Kenny wouldn't turn the ball over. I honestly think Zach that I I don't think that um if Kenny played the result would have been much different. Maybe we pull out that that final drive, but I mean really Zach, we have a quarterback problem and a defense problem because. Our defense is done. I know we're we're thin in the linebacker position. That's that's apparent. You know, we've we've lost 
Cole Holcomb and and um, you know, guys that that are not experienced are, are being asked being asked to play. I think that's DJ a- Watt. Uh, excuse me, DJ Watt this morning uh, just went into concussion protocol. I just saw that uh, prior yeah. to the, uh, sitting the air today. Yeah, so that uh, that's gonna really throw a monkey wrench into things if he's out long term. Now, what, the interesting thing, Danny, going off of that is that he was checked out on the sideline and then cleared in to you know, and cleared back to play. So, is he, did he go? Did he re-enter? Yeah. To the protocol, I think he did. Yeah. No, I heard somebody saying that you know because of like obviously TJ TJ White had a heck of a heck of a five heck of a five minutes. Like he landed awkwardly on somebody and then got kicked in the face. And yeah. was like weeding, so that that's a heck of a five minutes to start out. But yeah, I think the the um what somebody said was suspicious just on on Twitter was like the fact that he entered back in with the dark visor, like because he didn't have a dark visor prior to that. So I didn't notice I, that. Yeah, I I, I think that um, that's what he wore all the time. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh, and maybe it was just darker than his his bit. Like, I think he does wear one a dark a darker visor all the time. I think this one might, may have been a little bit darker, but but I mean, Zach, that just that just comes back to the point where like we're so thin. And TJ Watt, he just entered in, in the concussion protocol this morning. After he came back in, he was a dog. I mean, he did did what TJ Watt did. And you know, blew up runs and and got pressure on Bailey Zappi and forced uncomfortable throws. And the the toughest part about the Steelers right now, Zach, is we almost came all the way back despite everything. I mean, we rat, we rattled off uh, eighteen straight or yeah, twenty one straight points. I think twenty one straight points. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and uh, we we almost came all the way back. You know, or and um. Like, if it hadn't, like, I would have loved to see, you know, what would have happened on, on those couple fourth down plays um, that that could have changed the, the game. But that's what makes it even more more frustrating, Jack, is the fact that we, you know, we scored 18 straight points and just came up short. Like, it's not like we, it was a little bit, it, it wasn't quite as similar to the, to the Cardinals game because we, we did fight all the way back. I just... This team is so frustrating because it feels like we always play down to the level of our opponent. Uh, yeah, we do. Um, but and Danny, my next question to you is yeah. uh, your thoughts on the um, Matt Canada esque. Well, this is not even Matt Canada esque, but the the um, questionable play calls on third and fourth and uh, third and short and fourth and short. The deep the deep passes to absolutely nobody. Yeah. Zach, I, 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 um, starting with the you know final final drive on the on the on fourth down. I, yeah, I, yeah, um, yeah, talk about that first. That's a doozy right here. Yeah, yeah, because that's a Here's what Zach. Here's what doesn't make sense to me, right? So we we go we you know take over the ball is a good punt from um from New England, and we we um so we take over like the, the fifteen um and. You know this. We there we have. It's like about th- three minutes and thirty seconds went by. Um, and I don't understand Zach how why we would have burned a timeout on fourth and inches. 
We burned a timeout on fourth and inches. We converted that. And then on um, uh, fourth and fourth and three, we decided to punt it. Like yeah. if, 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 if you no, it was fourth, it was fourth and two. Cause we had two fourth and twos and then, and yeah, it was fourth and two. And I don't understand why we decided to punt it there because you like wasted a timeout. Now you're putting your defense in a really tough spot. I know it's before the two minute warning and we ended up getting it back before the two minute warning. Cause our defense just does what it does. But mm-hmm. like, I don't understand how, why we call that timeout earlier and then just decide to punt it because we basically wasted, we wasted like a minute there. And then when we get the ball back, like, and, and it's fourth and two and it's for the season. Why the heck don't we have Deontay Johnson going down, going to the middle of the field as opposed to throwing it deep to nobody? As you said, Zach, yeah. I mean, I mean, we also, we also could have run the ball. Yeah. It, we, it, we, it was two on one left. We had, and we probably would have gotten it because the defense was expecting us to, to pass it because, yeah. and I mean, we got guys like Jalen Warren and Najee Harris. Like I know they've been they've been quiet all game, and and and, um, and New England did a good job of um, stopping the stopping the the running game. But like we we got to give them a chance to to pick up the fourth and two in a more humane way than a deep ball to Deontay Johnson, where he doesn't even see it until it's on the ground. Yeah, yeah, I think that. Uh... As soon as I saw Trubisky in the shotgun, I'm like, oh dear lord! I'm like, is 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 the ghost of Matt Canada descending upon Acre Stadium? Because that that's a very Matt Canada esque um, play call. It um, it it, it, it kind of seemed like Zach. It was like, well, you know, we haven't gotten anything just going to like going. Um, that's going to be long-term successful in our in our offense. You know, we haven't like built drives up, so why don't we just hope Deontay comes comes down with the ball? But I mean, I I think that that shows a lack of confidence almost because you're almost just chucking it deep and hoping. It, it it literally seems like they were willing to take a low percentage shot because they would rather hit that and win the and win the game than like get the fourth down and two and then have to run more offensive plays. Um, but I still, I mean, that is like, I I just don't understand why that is the last offensive play you run. I will yeah. never understand that. And like, I think it comes down to our inability for our offense to execute consistently. And that's what we need to figure out because you know, I don't – it's not – I mean, it's – it's it's not the scheme. Like, I think it is the scheme, actually, because, you know, Matt Canada did not uh, – It did, the offense was not in a good spot. But after the first game against a Bengals defense that isn't very good, we gained 400 yards. But after that, it's been it's been the same stuff for Eddie Faulkner and Mike Sullivan that it, that it has been for for Matt Canna. and he Matt Canna was just a scapegoat for all this, you know. Yeah. So like now we don't have a scapegoat, and we just yeah, it no. seems like we have no plan going and off to into an offensive 
offense going into a game. And I think that, like, obviously it's on the players to execute, but it's also on, you know, the coaching staff. And, and all, like, Mike Tomlin is ultimately responsible for fixing the system if it doesn't work. Our offense has not worked for 13 games consistently. Right. So where do we go from here? Like, and that's what I, I wish I knew, but I, I have no clue wh- where – the Steelers go from here. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. I think the only way that uh, this to this team changes is with is is with Mike Tomlin getting uh, getting the boot. Um, I think that that is that. I think we've exhausted all other um, possibilities. But I think at this point, it's a, it's a head coaching problem. I think yeah. that you know we the Steelers haven't fired a coach in fifty years. Yeah. So and I don't think like you know. I think this whole promoting from within, that's that's one piece of it. And two, I think it's a, it's it's a stale offense that yeah. hasn't that hasn't changed that, that hasn't changed with the game because in my opinion we're still a pretty run heavy offense. That's we not are. what this league is anymore. We are it's a, no, it's you a have, passing league. You, you have know? to you have to be willing to pass it you know thirty five to forty times yeah. a game, and we're not, we're not willing to do that. And then our and then we wonder why our run game doesn't work. Zach, you bring up that that buzzword that kind of got me got me going here is is stale, right? Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season, but in the in the postseason, he's and eight and nine. If I may, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And the losing the whole losing record stat, I uh-huh. think that is something else. That's key. I think that's another part of it. In the playoffs, Either, well, no, no, the the whole no losing season. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole losing season thing. Yeah, I, I think that's another thing. Right, right. This, this over obsession with Tom, oh, Tom must have run a losing season. I, I think that's another part of the issue here. Exactly, Zach. And and here's my thing too. Is like like you said, Mike Tomlin is praised nationally because every year he doesn't have a losing losing season. You know, even with even with Duck Hodges, we went we went eight and eight. You know, Hodges, and yeah. there's something to be said for that, right? But when you go nine and eight and, and get blown out in the first round of the playoffs, is that really progress? Because we've, I mean, the last time we won a playoff game was when Barack Obama was still the president. Like, I mean, think about that. Like, I don't know how many years, I don't know actually how many years it, 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 it's like been. Um, but I remember, I remember reading that, uh, that comparison. Like, I mean, and I think, you know, Dan Bilesma is a perfect example of of um, short term success for the Penguins, but they moved on to him because his message was getting a little stale, and they brought Mike Sullivan. In. Like it's not terrible to bring a good coach uh, to 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 move on from a good coach. You know, Mike Tomlin is as a well respected coach, and everybody. I mean, and we have been lucky to have him for as long as we've had him. But there comes a point in time where we gotta spice something up, right? And I think you know the standard is a standard, and and all the things he says that is a good football philosophy. I think we need something a little bit more of a of a of a spark plug in terms of like maybe we get somebody that's like a new you know Sean McVay type that's an offensive guru, because Mike Tomlin was a defensive coach, um, and he he said that, but 
But really, Zach, I mean, the the league is more offensive than it's ever been, you know, and and we have not changed with that with that um, with that trend. We really haven't. So I can appreciate everything that Mike's Tomlin, Mike Tomlin's done for us here. And I, I, I don't think this will be if he if he gets um, if he moves on, I don't think that'll be the end of his co- coaching career. He'll probably go to a team like the Indianapolis Colts or like the um, like the uh, maybe even like the Chicago Bears or something, and bring them you know success, and they'll they'll see a change immediately. But for the Steelers, I don't think that that uh, I think the message has gotten a little stale, as you, as you said, Jack. Yeah, the, the last playoff win for the Steelers, if this is correct, would be January 15th of 2017 with the win over the Kansas City Chiefs 18-16. Um, so there's your there's your last playoff win for you there. So it's been yeah. uh, like seven, eight years, I think. Um, yeah. If my math right. I'm, I'm, I'm not good at math. Maybe there's Danny. But, oh, it's very uh, true. Let's see here. Uh, all right. So, yeah, that's the that's the Steelers. The uh, the alarm has been sounded. Uh, it's it's official that, you know, the Steelers are spiraling. I, yeah. You know, we're still in the wild card race. I don't know. But I, I don't know. And here's – I think I think the thing, too, is, like, even – I think sometimes because of, like, the uh, – Again, the, the national media is like, oh, seven and six, and and the Steelers, you know, lost the the, the two two win teams. Like, what's happening in Pittsburgh? It's it's been spiraling, Zach. They just like we've just pulled pulled wins out of out of uh out of the hat here, and and it hasn't it, like and people haven't taken notice until now. Like, yeah, I mean, like, so I think like we are not a very good football team, even though we have yeah, a winning record right now. And Danny, have you noticed uh, two points here? Have you noticed that the national media has really been defending Tomlin since thir- since the since the loss on Thursday? The nas- the national media for some reason really really loves him. I don't know why. No, and, is that, and, the, and the local media hates him. Right now. It, it, it's exactly it's because of the it's because of the, the Mike Tomlin never having a losing season. That mm-hmm. because that gets that catches people's attention. That that gets the, the the national media attention, and I mean Peter King, who's a well-respected uh, f- football writer you know, for NBC Sports. I really like his work, you know, and I think he's very good at what he does. Um, but he, guess. you heard this on ninety-three-seven. I did, I did, yeah, yeah, I did too. No, and Zach, I the the thing that the the Peter King was saying um, was that you know Kenny Pickett, the result would have been different with Kenny Kenny Pickett. You know, and and that 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 may have been been the case, Zach, because Kenny Pickett is better than Mitch Trubisky. I I I think that's fairly apparent. But Zach, that comes back to okay, if Kenny Pickett's out, the standard's still the standard, and Mitch Trubisky and and the Steelers team as a whole did not meet the standard, right? And 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 I think that we gotta start critiquing the actual performances on the field rather than the record, you know, and rather than um, what everybody says about Mike Tomlin being such a good, um, such a good coach. Like he is a good coach and we find a way to win games that we shouldn't always win. You know, we, we beat Baltimore earlier in the season. Like how did, how the heck did we do that? Like, but we win games that we're not supposed to win, but we also have to critique 
you know, the 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 actual performances. And yeah, another thing too, mm-hmm. right? Um, the Steelers, because of them have not having a losing season since Mike Tomlin's been the head coach, means we haven't had a, a, a top ten pick in a while, right? And here's here's the thing with uh, with not having a top ten pick is you don't get the best players out of college. So a lot of times you have to be bad for a couple of seasons before you have to be. I mean, look at the Texans. You know, they got C.J. Stroud, and now and now and a bunch of other young talent, and now they're you know right in the thick of things. But they weren't you know two or three years ago. A lot of times to to make a change, you have to be bad for a while before good. And I would I would honestly, it would be hard in the moment going you know. Um, the likes of four, four and thirteen, or, or, or yeah, four, three, three and fourteen, or things like that. That would be hard, in a, that would be hard in the moment. But once we got top, top talent in the draft, I think immediately we'd start to see the makings of something, right? Right. We haven't been able to to see what top talent from the draft would do in a while, Zach. Mm-hmm. But you, but you know how the uh, how the Steelers like to draft. They don't like you know if they have a top pick, right? Yeah. And I bet they, they wouldn't go with the top guy. You know, you and I both know that. They would, yeah. They would go for it, excluding like Kenny Pickett last year. Yeah. I don't know how he dropped a twenty, but that's true. Um, I mean, they they would try and they wouldn't pick the flat. Like they they would think of something to try and. They they wouldn't pick the clear cut, you know, one one guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the, the Steelers are never going to have the number one pick. I don't think oh, no. we're going to ever yeah. get to that. Yeah, no, that's which I don't, I don't want. Like, I don't want it to it to get to that. Like, get to that bad. But also, like, I mean, what about like? I don't know. We just we we're not active. Tra- like in the trade market either, really. We just always stay the same, Jack. And I think that's a little frustrating sometimes. Thank you to our one chatter. You know who you are. Thank you for your comment. Um, thank you for your my uh, uh, viewer says, Dan gave us a very kind and respectful eulogy for Tomlin's Steeler career. I sense he has a future in ministry. Like, uh, you're, you're a G. Thank you for that. All right. <laughs> that's funny. Moving on to the uh, moving on to the uh, Penguins now, uh, Danny. What the heck is up with the Penguins power play? They are o for thirty seven, I believe, in um, the last uh, month or so here. Danny, just your thoughts. I didn't see any of the game last night. I did see. I did hear that they uh, they looked pretty good, but yeah. they they got outplayed in the third period. Your your um. Summary of the game for me? Yeah, Zach. No, I mean, um, uh, going going to the power play to, to start out here. Uh, mm-hmm. Eric Carlson was quoted after the game when I, when in response to asking uh, what's up with the power play and why 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 is the power play struggling so much? Um, he's like, if he, I think he said, if uh, if I I wish I knew, and I wish I knew, like I, I wish that I could tell you. A specific problem um, that's going on with the the Penguins power play, but Zach, I mean, the, I don't think there's any rhyme or reason 
for this right right now. The, the I mean, the Penguins power play is made up of a series of future Hall of Famers, you know, um, and we just still struggle to put the puck in the back of the net on the man advantage, you know, and I don't exactly know uh, why that is, Zach. I mean, I know that it's hard on the power play sometimes because you do have so much more time than you used to and you can, um, you can uh, use, you know, have the, you have the ability to, to spread your team out and to spread the other team out, so that creates space. But sometimes when you overcomplicate it and pass it around for too long and try to get the perfect shot, it doesn't it doesn't work mm-hmm. out. That's literally been what the Penguins have have uh, have struggled with. But but Zach, zero for thirty seven in the past month, that's not good. No. You know, and and I think that the Penguins again, it's not complete. It's we're not exactly in a worse spot than the Steelers are right now. But Zach, we, we've lost like four straight, I believe. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that like, again, we, we talk about ebbs and flows of the season, you know, and that's that's obviously fair um, that, that every game is not going to be your best game and you want to peak at the right time. But the way that we've lost has been so frustrating. I mean, since that... Uh, since Jory's goal, um, goalie goal against, against Buffalo, I mean, we we've struggled, man. And uh, I guess the 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 one thing that we have to keep in mind is that we are, you know, depleted in terms of um, forward uh, forward help. Like we're not yeah. Um, yeah. Brian Rust, Ricardo Cal, Matt Nieto, and Noel Achari are all out. You know, so that that does not help anything because. A number of those guys are, are top six guys, and that means that other guys that are more third and fourth liners have to have to kind of step up on the on the first first lines here. But but Zach, I mean, we got off to a good start. You know, Riley Smith uh, got the got the first goal for the Penguins, and that was great to see. I mean, I I, I love when um, you know Riley Smith gets in on the action because I think Riley Smith is a is a good player for us, and he needs to continue to contribute for us to to make a make a run in, in the playoffs here. But um, but Zach, I mean, uh, we let four to get three straight goals, you know. And and when you when you start out, you know, getting a one zero lead and then get outplayed for the rest of the game, like that, that's hard because you know that you should have sustained that that level of intensity, and, and we didn't. You know, I guess the one positive was I'm not sure how many shots Jer- uh, Tristan Jari faced, but he was he was still he barreled the Penguins out a couple of times. Um, so that's I mean I just want to see Jari continue to to improve, but um, but yeah, I mean I think that um, the Penguins, if if we want to peak peak at the right time and and get our legs under us, we got to start winning now, right? Because right. Um, I think that we always say that like points always matter. You know, we always want to try to get the extra point when we can, even if it's an overtime loss, you know, mm-hmm. we always um, want to try to just be better than uh, we've been in the past. Like that's, that's always that you always want to keep progressing and the penguins have not really uh, done that. Um, in the, 
right um right now you know we're we're, we're struggling right now yeah. but i believe we play the the coyotes next uh which that you know we should again i know we i we wouldn't say it. that i would no i know because we lost to another we lost to another uh bad arizona team in football so i mean i know that arizona coyotes aren't aren't the strongest team but we still you know got to but I, what I would love to see, Zach, is just we've been, you know, the, both of the Flyers uh, games ended in an overtime loss, you know, and that means we're literally right there with with uh, competition. You know, it's a we just got to execute down the stretch. Right. Um, but um, but I would love to see us just absolutely dominate the Coyotes and win like six zero. I mean, that yeah. probably won't happen, but no, maybe like a I'd- five. Win. Yeah, uh, Danny, I do have to circle back real quick to the yeah. Steelers, and then you can get your final thoughts. I saw a stat yeah. that the Steelers are the first team, the first over 500 team in NFL history to lose in two to lose in two straight weeks to two teams that are at least four games under 500. Holy crap! No, that, Zach, that, that that is not that is not a good precedent to set and 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 it's not just that they're over 400 it's that the fact that 500. Uh, it's not just the fact that they're under 500 it's the fact that prior to their two wins or yeah prior to the wins against both the Steelers they were four and 20 that is historically bad now now they're six and um six and uh six and 22 I think um, but, but Zach, I mean, I think that comes back to, we talked earlier in the show about how sometimes the record can say different things about how actually good you are. I think that, I mean, we are not a very good football team. We definitely have a lot of words that we got to figure out, you know? Yeah. But my, uh, I still, I mean, obviously we're sounding the alarm bells. But the reality is, Zach, as you said, we're still somehow, some way, 13 games in the season, we have a winning record, and we're in the wild card hunt. You know, the AFC right. is such a, such a hard conference. But it, it doesn't make sense to me that we're still in that conversation because of how bad we played. Yeah, but yeah it, I, I don't quite understand that one. But, Zach, if we – I mean, this is, again, super optimistic here. But, Zach, if we – Win the remainder of our games, we'd be eleven and six, which is a tremendous record, you know. Correct. And I know we do. We play, we play, we play um, great divisional opponents coming up here, and uh, um, you know that's we got we got to play the Ravens again, and the Bengals look better than they than they uh, have. Jake Browning had a heck of a game on Monday Night Football, um, and that just shows Zach that that you. Uh, you know, with a good game plan, NFL quarterbacks can be successful. You know, so I'm looking for um, uh, Mitch Trubisky. Maybe even I, – I would think about getting Mason. Oh, we're having a little bit of an audio problem with Danny, so I'll finish this thought. Um, I think he's going – we are. We were looking for um, Mason Rudolph to start uh, next week. Danny, is your audio back? Uh, yeah. Actually, no, all right, so we are actually starting to end the show there. Thank you, Danny, for your thoughts. We, we apologize for the 
uh, audio issue here, but we are going to end the show anyway. Um, on behalf of Danny, he uh, will say thank you to uh, our viewer out, viewer out there, two viewers actually that stuck with us uh, all the way. Thank you to Ken in chat for chatting with us here today. Um, and we thank you all for tuning in. And this has been the 23rd edition of the Local Lowdown Podcast. He's Daniel. I'm Zach. We will see you next time right here on the Local Lowdown Podcast. We'll see you next time.